Welcome back to Cold America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here again today. I'm going to start out where all of y'all want me to start out, T-Town Dart League. And I'll tell you, this past week was interesting. Uh, there were a lot of, uh, there was a little shake-up in the table, you know, so a lot of movement there. And some really good matches. Some of the some of the big dogs, uh, they ate, and uh, some of the others. I'll, I'll give you the standings real quick now. Uh, Will House is still on top at 62 points. Third Dark Magic cut into that a little bit. Uh, they're at 54. Uh, Elena's on shafts. They, the you know, four-time defending champs, starting to figure it out. Uh, they're up there at 43. The Dark McCometh are up at 43. Uh, my team, Dark United, we're sitting there at 42. New Dark Order is at 38. Watch My Smoke, 36. Over the Hill Gang at 25, The Dark Side at 24, Short Shafts and Sticky Tips at 23, The Houndstooth at 22, and Five and a Half Men at 20. That's 12 teams. Top 8 made the playoffs. The next four will uh, be invited to the Tit, Tuscaloosa Invitational. Hmm. But that's where we are on that. So, let's talk about last week. And I'm going to start out not with my own match. No, no, no. I'm going to start out with a game that uh, Sam Willingham and the Houndstooth. I believe they were at 49 consecutive matches they had lost. And they got their first win last week. And we knew it was going to happen sooner or later. We knew it would. Uh, they've got good throwers. They've got good players. And they come to play every week. You know, they do their best. And so you knew sooner or later they were going to get it. And uh, they were tied 5-5 five to five going to the pro shoot with uh, the dark side. And and they got the win. Uh, so 7-5. They get 7 points. Um, the Dartman Cometh went back to their usual ways of getting 8 points against Watch My Smoke. Dartman Cometh have had eight points every week this season except for one um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, the third Dark Magic went down to Galettes and they beat Sam Adams and them 10 to 2. Uh, the New Dark Order uh, found five and a half men to be more than they expected, I believe, getting a 7 5 win. But uh, I think, they, I think they, they would tell you they expected more going into that. And Shade and them have four players, uh, and they play play well. Uh, Elena's Long Shafts, they uh, they won eleven to one. That's that helped them climb the table against uh, Short Shafts and Sticky Jumps. Our team, Dark United, we lost here at home eight to four, and uh, to Wheelhouse. And I'll tell you. We've, uh, we felt like we left a couple of games on the table. They're going to tell you they feel like they let a couple of them slip away. Uh, in particular, Allen and Robert will tell you that they feel like they should have won doubles cricket. Because, uh, they needed one bullseye and didn't hit it. And uh, I came up and hit four bullseyes for a hat four walk-off win. Uh, and I'm sure there's some other games in there they'll look at and go, man, come on. Now this next week. Our team, ooh, buddy. It is, this is the, the most daunting task I believe we have this season. We go to the Red Shed, the House of Pain, 
to play Throw Dart Magic. Now, for those of you that have always listened to the show, you will remember that last year we beat Throw Dart Magic. Actually, Nocturnal uh, Dart Cometh, they beat them, and then we beat them. And so, for the first time in Throw Dart Magic's team history, they had lost back-to-back weeks. And I let them know about it, because <laughs> I'm an idiot. And I talked a little bit. And uh, after we won, and now uh, now we got to see them again this week. So, I was player of the week last week. And I'm going to have to throw better this week. I'll just tell you. Uh, it's got to be a lot better. Um, I love playing at Redshed. I love going in there to play. And I like their team. You know, I like hanging out with all those guys. But this team this season, man, they're, they're, when they come correct, and believe me, Seth, Keon, Scotty Mack, Nick Chichester, and Navarro, they'll come correct. This is going to be a tough one for us boys. But really tough road match. Uh, we're sitting there in the middle of the table. We're in a good spot for the playoffs. I uh, just need to go in there and do the best we can. You got Will House uh, coming back to Unique for the second week in a row. This time, though, they'll play the dark side. Uh, Kyle, Tanner, Steve, Jess, Abby. And, uh, that's, that's no easy task for them as well. Um, watch my smoke. They will go on the road. That's Matt Jones and Tui and Wayne and Sonya. Daniel Jones, when he's able to be there. Uh, sides, when he's able to be there. And, man, you're talking about something. They were at Nocturnal last week. This week they go to two hoppers. So, no easy task for them as well. Uh, they, they go across Red Drew Avenue and go see uh, Lena's Little Chaps, who look like they're starting to figure it out and you know, figure out their new lineup. No Eddie, they got Kenny, and see where they're at. Uh, five and a half men, Shane and those team, they will travel across University Boulevard to go play the Houndstooth, who have won, you know, coming off their big win. So that should be a good one. Um, Short Chats and Sticky Tips will be at home down at Top Shelf hosting the new Dark Order. The young ones like the Let's, Ryan and Chris and Jordan and Ant and Hoss. They go down there to see Rutherford and Mallory and their crew. They got a good team, a good group of people. Both those. and uh, So that'll be a fun one. uh, Playing down at Top Shelf's always, uh, always a little different. Always a little different. The boards are a little closer together. Not the throw line or anything, but just like the two boards are a little closer together, so can't let that throw you off. And the Dartmouth Cometh will travel to Galettes to see Sam Adams in the Over the Hill game. Sam, Marvin, Mike Dunn, Ben Lowe. I'm missing somebody. I don't remember who. Oh, Sam Hall. But yeah, meet Tyler and Evans and Claire and Chris Statham. They'll be heading down there. So I think. All right, if I look, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going there. So those are your matchups for next week. Uh, should be fun. I'll tell you, I played Wayne in my singles league on Tuesday afternoon. And then yeah, I was playing the week that night. I have to tell you that I believe that a lot of that was if you play Wayne in seven games, a 5 0 double out, there's no better warm up. Like, Wayne, Wayne's good. And he's one of my favorite people to play against, even though that's the first time I've ever beat him 
in singles league. We have matched up before in team league and never been able to get some wins, but in singles league, that was the first time. So there you go. Um, now I'm going to skip gears here and I'm going to jump over to baseball. Coleman, what? Basketball's going on, NBA, NCAA, you got hockey going on. Well, NBA's at their all-star break. Yeah, I used air quotes when I said that. Uh, but, and NCAA, we know where we're at right now uh, towards the end of the season. You know who the better teams are. You know who's looking at possibly making it to the tournament. We're going to get into that more in depth in the next you know, few shows as we get closer to March, which we're getting there. Uh, but we got a couple of weeks. I think right now, and I, I can give you picks for tomorrow's games. The odds are you won't hear this before then. So I'm going to look at futures with baseball. All right? Now, this, are, this right here is to win the World Series. And I'm going to give you the odds of everybody real quick. Mm. By the way, it is 3.36 a.m. We closed here on Friday night. And uh, I'm going to be opening by 9 a.m. But like an idiot, I didn't do the podcast last night. I was going to get up early today. Now I went, no, it's going to be a long weekend. I'll sleep in. And so here I am <laughs> to do it. But uh, that, that, I love doing this. I, I hope you all enjoy listening. But uh, the Diamondbacks plus 8,500. Don't waste your money. The Braves are plus 900. I don't think that's good enough value to go for the World Series. Um, Baltimore Orioles plus 6,500, no. Red Sox plus 7,000, eh, no. Cubs are plus 8,000. Now, sentimentally, yeah, I want to take that. But let's be real. A lot of the guys that we've signed are one-year deals because we don't come out of the gates hot. We're going to trade everybody and try and get more draft picks and more stuff, uh, prospects and everything for them. And, you know, we'll have another AAA team up there playing in the majors we do have some good young arms coming up with double-A, triple-A, but plus 8,000, I'd want more. Uh, the White Sox plus 2,500, no. Red Sox plus 20, uh, I'm sorry, the Reds plus 25,000, no. Don't waste it. The Cleveland Guardians plus 2,500, that's a team to watch out for. They were the youngest team in the playoffs last year. They've got the best manager in baseball, Terry Francona. Shut up. He is. Hmm. Keep an eye on that team. Keep an eye on that team. Colorado Rockies plus 25,000, no. Detroit plus 20,000, no. Astros plus 550, clearly not enough value. Plus, there's so much parity in baseball. It is so hard to go back-to-back. You haven't seen it in a long time. There's a reason for that. That's going to be a no for me. Uh, even though, you know, Ashley lives in Houston, and, you know, she's awesome. So, whatever. Uh, but I'm, I'm still not going to take the Astros. Uh, Kansas City Royals plus 18,000. Uh, no. Angels plus 4,200. Come on. How can I take you to win the World Series? Get to the playoffs first. You know, with Mike Trout. He's played in one wild card game. Uh, him, him and Otani haven't got there. No, I can't take you serious. Dodgers plus 700. Nope. Other than the pandemic, y'all show me y'all y'all gonna donkey it up. Hmm. The Miami Marlins at plus ninety five hundred. Now here is something I would never take. Uh, are you kidding me? Get out of here. 
Brewers plus 4,200? No. Twins plus 4,500. That's intriguing. That's that's a decent one to look at. If you're a Twins fan, you're going, yeah, I'm on that. But you got to show me a little bit more of what I'm going to do it. The Mets are plus 650. The Yankees are plus 650. Sorry, both of y'all knows. Uh, the pitching that y'all have lost, Mets to you know, free agency, and then the Yankees, uh, they, they've got a couple of them that probably be out for the season having surgery, just found out this past week. Uh, the Oakland A's plus 25,000. Are you kidding me? That could be 300,000 and the value's not enough. The Phillies are plus 1,200. That's not bad value, but it's like great for World Series value. So, eh, I'd like a little bit more. You know, they made a great run last year, but you got to remember where they finished in the division. And, you know, everybody was talking about the Mets and Braves out of that division, and the Phillies just kind of slides on in there. And then once they got in the playoffs, they got hot. That's what's about being hot at the right time. Don't count them out. They've got a good lineup, they got good pitching, you know, they got a good manager. Yeah, they got they got good things going in Philly, but I'd want at least plus twenty five hundred. Um, Pittsburgh twenty five thousand joke. San Diego plus nine hundred. This is another one that they they look good on paper, just haven't been able to do it. And I'd want at least two thousand from them. San Fran plus forty two hundred. Hold on, this is a odd numbered year. No, uh, Seattle. Plus 1,500. Now, the Seattle team's going to be good. Uh, they should be. But uh, they, they made the playoffs and everything, but I'm still – I definitely want more. I'm 3,500, 4,000 for them before, uh, before I'm taking it. St. Louis plus 2,500? No. Mm. But the division's not good. The Cubs are going to be better. The Brewers will be better. Uh, the other two are still crap. Yeah, St. Louis – they still got good pieces. They did lose a lot in their heart and soul. But uh, I, I could see them falling off this year. Tampa plus 2,000. Eh. Eh. No. Rangers plus 4,500. They made a lot of moves. They've had a lot of pieces. I would like plus 4,500 to get to the playoffs. That might be okay. But win the World Series? No, I need more. Blue Jays plus 1,200. I still want more than that. You're in the AL East. That's a tough division. And the Nats are plus 25000 if you want to waste more money. So there's your odds to win the World Series. Look at those. We're looking for value. Uh, you're, you're trying to pick the winner. Don't get me wrong, but you're also looking for value. But I told you there's a few of them I was looking at, you know, maybe to make the playoffs. So let's look at to make the playoffs. Um, Diamondbacks to make the playoffs plus 500? No. To miss minus 700. Yeah, you got to lay a lot, but they're going to miss. Braves to make the playoffs are minus 500 to miss plus 350. Well, hold on. I'd like to see them miss. <laughs> so, eh. Or uh, Orioles. I'm not going through all these. I'll tell you, the Cubs are plus 310 to make it minus 380. Uh, that should be closer to 50 50 because um, we, got a, we got a decent shot. The Guardians minus 160 making the playoffs. That's a yes. I'd lay that. I'd lay the minus 160. They're going to win the division. Um, and that they will make the playoffs. The Astros are minus 1,000 to make the playoffs. That's too much. Dodgers 1,000. That's too much. Uh, Yankees and Mets 600. Minus 600 to make it. That's too much. Padres minus 500. You know, a lot of those, they're, they're ridiculous. 
Anyway, but you do have a lot of futures bets out there you can look at. Remember that you're not just trying to pick the winner. You're looking for value. You know? Hmm. And then if they get there, it's an easy hedge. But, so you got quite a few of those going. Um, the Super Bowl, I do want to recap real quick. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, by the letter of the law, it was the right call of holding. But, at that moment, and with how little that was, you told me there went more than that in every other play, come on, come on, to throw that flag, that was, I didn't think it was right. I think it was right, because they, they knew when they threw that flag, they decided the game. It was done. Um, before that flag, it wasn't. And it wasn't look good for Philly. And maybe they still, you know, Kansas City still wins. But let's play it out. You know, let's play it out and see. Uh, Jalen had a great game. Uh, he did. I mean, the the touchdowns, he was over 300 yards. Yeah, he, what, he rushed for three? Uh, he, had a, he had a really good game. Uh, everybody's posted everything now. Oh, the last 17 uh, quarterbacks that uh, their first appearance in the Super Bowl lost have never made it back. Who could break that trend? Oh, could Joe Burrow or, or Jalen? Look, and, and then the memes about Jalen, man. You know, oh, he got benched in Alabama, lost the job to Tua. Uh, he lost the national title to Clemson. Uh, he didn't lose that game. He scored a go-ahead touchdown with a couple of minutes to go, and the defense lost that game. Sound familiar, Eagles fans? Yeah. Uh, oh, he left too much time on the clock. Shut up. Tell the defense to do their job. I gave you the lead. They had a 10-point lead at the half. Now, the only two teams to have a double-digit lead at the half and lose the Super Bowl are – the Eagles and the Atlanta Falcons. So they've got it. They've just got to eat that crow. Both birds have to eat that crow. And yes, when Jalen lost the national title game to Clemson, Alabama had a ten-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and that was the first time Nick Nick Saban Alabama had lost a game when they had a double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter. Okay, oh, he finished second in the Heisman. Yeah, he's he's like. All these seconds. Shut up. Before the season, everybody doubted, should he be the starter? Should it be his job? Okay? Including Philadelphia's GM. And he shut everybody up all season. They were the best team all season. They were. They had a bad half. Yeah, they, they lost the game. Uh... Patrick Mahomes is, is a great quarterback. Uh, he's he's going to be around for a long time. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a great tight end. They made big plays when they needed to. But also, Philly didn't step on their throat like they should have. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. But either way you want to look at it, you know, I don't I don't put this on Jalen Hurts. Teams win games. You know, not, not quarterbacks. So, now, he did have the fumble, scoop, and score. Okay. He also did a lot of things to make up for that. Uh, now, I'll tell you all my bets. I went 13 out of 15 on the Super Bowl. I crushed it. Crushed it. Um, 
I'm not going to go through all of them. I'll just tell you that obviously I took the Eagles before the playoffs started and missed that. And then uh, I also missed uh, <coughs> Devontae being the MVP. Had the Eagles won, he had a shot. I think Jalen would have got it because it's, it's quarterbacks. You know, they're always first. But I did hit Devontae's over of receiving yards. They had it like 62. Uh, he was over 100. I also had uh, him to be the leading receiver for the game on both teams. And hit that, you know, hit a lot. Hit a lot. A lot of overs. There were, let's see, nine of those were over bets in different ways. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of overs. Anyway, uh, it was good. It was fun. We got a few weeks and the XFL will start. We'll get into that. Uh, but obviously the priority here in the next couple of weeks will be college hoops. Um, hockey is, is in full throttle. Tonight, I'll tell you, I was pretty mad because my Blackhawks won. Uh, I took Ottawa. And the they, uh, Blackhawks won 1-0 after the first period. Okay. Ottawa ties it up. At the end of two, they're 1-1. One Ottawa will handle this. Ottawa goes up 3-1. Boom. We're like four minutes into the third period. Chicago comes back and ends up winning 4-3. I uh, could not believe that Ottawa blew that lead to the Blackhawks as bad as the Blackhawks have been this year. But then I watched the Rangers do very similar. They were down 4-1. And uh, they came back and ended up winning 5-4. So, it's hockey, man. It's a... Uh, it's fun. Playoff hockey is so intense. I love it. But uh, the, the regular season, it's good stuff. Anyway, guys, I got to tell you, that's my time. Because I got to go home, and I got to lay down for a few minutes, and I got to get a shower, and I got to come back here and do it all again. But I do, before I leave, the bar is doing very well. We're doing very well. Um, the last couple of weeks, we had fallen off a little bit on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But... We have bounced back so big on Friday and Saturday that it more than made up for it. Like my, and I'll just tell you all the way I look at things. Every day, I tell, I've told you all before about how you, know, you reset the numbers. To me, that's a scoreboard. And going into each day, I set a goal based off of experience and, and you know, knowing the bar, knowing the style, knowing everything. This is the minimum number I want. You know, in sales. This is where we need to be. And that's my scoreboard. And every day, you win or you lose. And just like baseball, no matter what, you come back the next day, you reset the scoreboard, and you play again. You know, you go, all right, they got me yesterday. Well, today, we're going to get it back. But then I also have a weekly scoreboard. You know, and then I have a monthly, and I have a year, a quarterly, and a yearly. You know, and so some blowouts and some nights can make up for you know, a bad loss. Uh, we're doing aggregate scoring over here on those others. Uh, you know, and while the weekly was still good the past few weeks, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday had fallen off. So we started looking at that. And I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Monday night did not encourage me at all. It was not good. It was a bad loss for us. We came back on Tuesday and killed it. We answered the bell. And I'm like, okay, this is good. What we did on Tuesday, our first year, we were doing on Friday. You know, Saturday. So, I was like, yeah, it's a good Tuesday. 
We come back on Wednesday, and it was looking bleak. It was not looking good. Then around 1130, 11 o'clock, 11.30, people started coming in and coming in. They kept coming uh, till 2 a.m. You know, whenever we shut the doors and ran them all out. So it was a good Wednesday. Thursday, we got possible tornadoes. And you know, a lot of times with the weather, uh, when the weather's bad, they cancel school. College kids go, oh, let's go drinking. And, and it really wasn't as, as big as I you know, hoped it would be. But also the rationale going, all right, it's still, this is going to be raining. Rain always hurts tonight, always. The ladies don't want to go out in the bad weather and their hair and makeup not look good. It's common sense, guys. Anyway, but once again, we uh, the crowd around 11 o'clock, 11.30 started rolling in. We were really good from then till 2. And uh, saved the night, pulled out a W. Came back today, had a good happy hour, uh, solid, you know, had a good start in the night, and then it slowed up a little bit, and I'm like, all right, hold on now. But it came, it was it was packed green tonight, because it came upon us wave on wave. You know, it's like, it'll pick up and it get good, then it dials up. Pick up and get good, then it dials up. But it was like that all night long. Uh, we had a solid crowd, you know, when we closed up, so it was, uh, it was good stuff. And, uh, yeah, had a little bit of rollover on the staff here in the last couple of weeks. But uh, while some of the people that left, you know, you, you, you know, I was, I was really kind of surprised about a couple of them. Uh, but a couple of the others, not, you know, I wasn't. And uh, anytime you have, you know, you, you change a, a variable in the process, then you hope it's for the better. And... Uh, so far, it's you know it's it's working out, but we have a lot more to do. We have a lot of newer people that right now I'm trying to get ready for not just you know week to week. Every day you should be getting better, but for next football season. I mean, a day's coming up. You got that, you know, but you got uh, next football, and uh, it's it's such a task of trying to have them understand how busy it can be you can only work so fast but once you hit that point then you just have to stay at it for a long time and i have a couple of them that i'm really excited about you know actually a few of them that i'm really excited about and i think that uh they definitely have the potential to be ready and to be great and it's now my job to put them in the right position to do so, you know. Um, it's, 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 so, it's such an unenviable task of being a general manager if you've never done it, let me tell you. Because if you're an owner, it's easy. You care about the bottom line, that's it. All that matters is the bottom line. That is your number one priority. If you're an employee, it's how much are you making? It's about you. You know, how much am I going to make in tips working this ship? How much am I going to work with this many hours? You know, what's my salary? It's about you. The GM's job is to be a liaison between the staff and the owner. Now, I happen to wear a couple of hats there. And I'll tell you, uh, working under Keon... Uh, help with that. It, it really did. Because Keon wears both hats over at Redshed. He's the GM and the owner. And uh, he does it well. 
Uh, he doesn't well because you have to balance what's best for the bar with what's best for each individual. And the easiest way to do that is just be straight up and down with everybody. You know, look, you've got to work on these things. I can use you on this. I can't use you on this until we get better at this, but we can work on it. You know, this is where we need to be. Hey, you know, it's more individual meetings than for everybody, you know, type thing. Um, and, and that's something that right now with uh, the staff we have, I have a couple of them that have been here and uh, they, they've done well. And, but I know they're graduating in May. Yeah, I know they're leaving me. You know? And so, okay, uh, I need to have them on when I need, you know, when I know it's going to be busy and I know they put the drinks across, but I've also got these new ones because the bar don't close in May. We keep right on trucking and I need to have them and I need to have them ready. And so it's a delicate balance that a lot of times involves me going, look, I'm going to put them on on this, but I'll be right there with you. That's why, you know, every night I'm here till, you know, till we touch up the door and lock it so that uh, I can help them out, you know, and be here with them or whatever. Um, got some new door guys, had a little meeting with them at the end of the night. They didn't do a bad job, but there were a couple of things they didn't do exactly correct. And that's, that's what the process is about, is fixing those things, talking about it so that whenever it happens again, I go to them and I go, hey, you remember me talking to you about this the other night? This is what I'm talking about. This is what you have to do. And for the door guys, their, their number one priority is safety of everybody. You know, not just the customers, also the staff. Most importantly, me. Uh, but, yeah, you know, uh, that's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there, but it's accurate. Anyway, um, but they've, uh, they, they did well, and we went over a couple of things of, you know, that we could do better, and I feel like they got it. I uh, had a couple of newer ones working tonight, but more importantly, <clears throat> the staff that was working tonight, they had not worked together much. Because I have quite a few that don't have a whole lot of availability, you know, so it's, you know, okay, well, they end up working with a lot of the same people on those nights. And then when it gets shuffled and they work with somebody else, I also do that for a lot of reasons. You know, uh, I keep up with everything. I have spreadsheets and it's, okay, what door guys are working, what bartenders are working, what guy is playing acoustic on stage, what is the weather, uh, are there any big events in town? Is it Mardi Gras and, you know, some of them are in Mobile in New Orleans? Yeah, is there anything that can affect the bar and people? You know, people being here. Students, you know, is there something? Is there a basketball game, a football game? You know, is there anything going on that could increase or decrease? Any variables goes into this. And the more data you collect, the more you can predict what's going to happen on those days. And as time goes on, you look at, all right, when these two bartenders work together, you know, on this night, and this guy plays acoustic, and these guys are at the door, you know, that's been our best for that night. Okay, let's run that, you know. But then you've got to look at their availability, and sometimes that gets shuffled. And then, I mean, look, it's February. People get sick. I had a girl literally Snapchatted me today from the doctor's office. You know, it's like, Hey, uh, yeah, I feel miserable, yada, yada, yada. I get it. 
No, I, I, I understand that they get sick. I'm, I don't. Uh, why would I? Uh, <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Uh, what did Barney Stinson say in How I Met Your Mother? Anytime I feel like I'm about to get sick, I just stop and continue being awesome. And, yeah, it's it's mindset. Anyway, I've been rambling here for a minute. and But I will tell you, we got the dark tournaments on Thursday. Uh, doing the bounties on top of, uh, you know, the cash prizes. Sunday, the, uh, on Sundays we have uh, the uh, dark tournament, the blind draw doubles dark tournament. Um, this past year, a lot of you people might know that, you know, we did the NFL Pick'em. And I felt like that went pretty well. I would have the sheets out in advance, you know, like by Thursday for Sunday's games. The only thing worried about Sunday's games. And then uh, whoever picked the most correct, if they were present, you had to be present to win, then they would a prize for that Sunday. Now when you come back for also, though, we kept up with it. Okay, if you came in first, whether you're here or not, your, your name went in the bucket three times. If you came in second, it went, you got two. And if you came in third, you got one. And we kept up with that all season. And then Super Bowl Sunday, we had a bunch of drawings. Our friends at Glorybound, uh, Nick, who's on the greatest start team in the history of the world, please be nice to me on Tuesday. Uh, they gave us a couple. I had a couple of the Buffaloes uh, from Miss Sonya. And then uh, we had you know unique gift cards. We had a Visa gift card. Uh, we also had some cash prizes we gave out. But a lot of things. And it was all uh, random draw out of the hat. Now, also, anybody that showed up on Super Bowl Sunday, you got at least one name in the hat. So if you had you know, not been here all year, you showed up on that day, okay, or you didn't participate in the NFL Pick'em. And we did have one of those, uh, Miss Kate. Miss Kate won a gift card to Unique. Um, she uh, she was here for the Super Bowl, and she's here a lot. She's here all the time. But... Uh, Whenever we drew, I drew you know her name, and so uh, she got a gift card to here. But for the grand prize, it had to be one of the guys from the pool, you know, for, that had participated in the NFL pickup all year. And it was a hundred dollars cash, hundred dollars bar tab. And uh, Tui actually, uh, Tui's name came out of the hat. He won it, and so congratulations, sir, again. But we're going to do something similar with MLB this year. For the Sunday MLB games, I'm thinking having sheets and doing something. We might tweak it a little bit, you know, as far as – because that's a long season. Keep it up. Might break it up in the All-Star break and then, you know, for the All-Star game do something. And then we could go for the World Series do something. But it's not one-day World Series. You know, know, the Cubs will probably win it in five. But no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's sweet. Uh, but it's more than one game. Uh, anyway, that uh, we're, we're, we're still working on exactly how it's going to work. But get excited. March 30th, opening day. We've got World Baseball Classic come up. Pitchers and catchers have already reported. A lot of good things going. I've got to go to bed. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win. And when you get married... Make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. Thanks for listening.